So welcome to the first episode of the Half Up Scotland podcast with me, Superman on the Beat, aka Sadri Vlad. And we've got a special guest. We've got Lotto's today. How you doing? We are all good. Yes. How are you? It's so good to be here. Eventually, I'm so I know. To take part. Got, yeah. yeah, I know. It's exciting stuff. Uh, just Love your give... podcast. Love all the work that you do supporting Scottish talent. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, so, it's just important. I'm ready to go live and direct with Sanji Man in Here the building. Pull up. Let's go. So yeah, uh, we're gonna. We'll kind of we'll call this a pilot, right? Since it's the first episode that I'm sort of new to podcasts, so kind of if we're a bit go off topic and stuff, then I that's why. But there we go, episode one. So I, Lotto's, can you tell us a bit about about yourself? Who are you? Well, and for those that don't know, yeah, for sure. It's, yeah. So Lotus L O T O S stands for Last of the Old School. Um, basically, yeah. um, I've been making music since I was about 13, did my yeah. first release in 2000 and, 2003, I think it was like 2003, yeah. um, Sweetie, which is what I mostly go by, um, and then 2006, my second release when I was yeah. like 15, 16. So was this like... Um, um, Obviously, it wasn't streaming in those days. So, where can like people find your stuff? Is it on SoundCloud? Is it um, on to be it, honest, it, um, it was on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, it's not on SoundCloud anymore. There's a cool. few selected tracks. So, yeah, yeah. I can send you a link and maybe we can add that into the podcast for the yeah, fans. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. To give them a, bath, for sure. a bit more info. Because I think a lot of people kind of maybe knew of you and then sort of. And then there's a lot of people I think that have just found you recently, obviously with your uh, with your latest release because yeah, of Spotify. I think, so I think of, yeah. One thing that I've learned about music as an artist who's yeah. been you know writing for a lot of um, established A-list artists yeah, and yeah. producing. I'm a DJ. I'm a rapper. I produce. Um, obviously, it's it's kind of crazy because. People always refer to me as Scotland's first female MC. And it's yeah, just, yeah. it's funny when you look back on your life and your career and you realize like you, you proper started the game. It's so bizarre. It's important um, to look back, I think, and kind of just remember what you've achieved sometimes. I think yeah, that's really important just yeah. to stop a minute and just like, it's like really, instead really... of getting off the grade to just realize. 100% um and as I say like then I played in three bands um a Scottish band yeah. called Northern Exposure um Banana Clan which was oh, I didn't know that didn't know that then well there you go um you go. first Northern Exposure first unsigned Scottish Urban Act to be distributed by HMV first Scottish unsigned act to play at Glastonbury possibly one of the first hip-hop acts in the UK to play at Glastonbury although there yes. might have been some more yeah. around 2010 uh, but I certainly am not aware of anybody but they might have been but definitely coming from Scotland we are the first to play on a stage of that nature um, and then really you know I started out um, quite young working yeah. with a lot of the 
UK kind of legends and the founding fathers of hip hop because at that time in Scotland there really wasn't a scene there was only really b-boys there was some labels like there was two-tone records I worked a lot with Jerry Dammers there was Black and Ice in in, in Edinburgh and after that you had kind of Scotland Yard come through which was Nikki and Prophecy they were both from England but they worked with Shawnee B who was from Scotland um and there was there was a there was very very few bands at that time you had pain pushers obviously in Glasgow you had people coming through I believe your sort of stakes and that started coming through around sort of around 2006-ish I would would need more info they might have been doing stuff but certainly they were not touring um in the US and the UK in the way that we were um and actually I think to be honest, as an artist, I think that's the only thing that I'm really worried about with the new generation of artists coming through because yeah. it's brilliant, it's amazing, it's literally everything we've ever dreamed of is to be where we are right now in hip-hop yeah, and definitely. have people actually paying attention to Scottish music and Scottish yeah. rap. But I think one of the things that is a little bit worrying is just because obviously with the lockdown and covid a yeah. lot now many artists are solid we've got a lot of solid artists coming out of Scotland 100% yeah. but at the same time there's few of them that have even left Scotland and I just think that this generation because of automation and technology it's almost like we're artists online and yeah, that's all sure. like- and that's not being a musician being a musician is about connecting with people and hopefully making them feel something and if you've never toured outside of Scotland or if you've never toured Scotland then even if you're out there I'm not it's not shade it's just like I just think it's totally different like I remember when I toured in the early days um, and I was really young I toured with The Roots, Naughty by Nature, MC Solar, um, Talib Kweli, Mostef, um, those sort of US artists and, and um, obviously I toured Busta Rhymes um, and I brought Busta and so many artists to Scotland when I was really young like 17, 18 I was like booking concerts and um, bringing everyone from Wu-Tang to Coolio to the game yeah. and I remember like when I was touring it was so intensely brutal but it was amazing because I was always working with you know on these with these amazing artists but it was so yeah. grueling and it was so intense and I remember one time we got this request we put on Coolio it's like 2009 in Edinburgh yeah. and someone was like oh he needs to play Gangster's Paradise and I remember going to him in the dressing room like yo can you play this track and he was just like <laughs> sis I've been playing the song for 20 years you know what it's like and I had this epiphany and I was like wow I never ever thought about that and I think learning that at a young age, these are the types of things yeah. that are, you know, you can't get from just making music and putting it out and just kind of playing, you know. So, but I understand why that's happening in Scotland. It's because yeah. everyone's rushing to support. And so we're just focusing on, you know, the talent coming through and kind of putting them in certain positions. But yeah. The only problem with that is they can't necessarily stand up on a worldwide stage. And the thing is, once you get over a certain age, you are, you know, out there, you know, you're, yeah. 
standards are high. Especially now so, with like social media, it's like there's so much, there's so much more competition. There's so many more rappers than there's ever been. Like, so I think, yeah, there's that as well. I don't even know if there's more rappers than there's ever been. I just think that social media means you can see them. Yeah, yeah, so, that's a good point. You know, actually. when we were touring, um, yeah. even when um, my second album came out, um, yeah. I rem- there was people, the only thing that people were on were like really SoundCloud. I don't think there was no, there was no Facebook, there was no Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. We weren't using live streams. In fact, for the first 10 years of my career, I was a touring artist. I was a live artist. I would go, I would battle. I battled yeah. Wiley. I battled with Scary Man. I battled with so many legendary artists. Um, yeah. And I was just, we were just live. Like we didn't even make yeah. an album until the fans demanded the album. Yeah. Like, even then it was like, we put out like one, our albums have like 20 tracks, you know, and that yeah. album was produced by Mongo's Hi-Fi. We were some of the first um, rappers that they ever worked with. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Soon T came and had YT and all these other amazing yeah. people, Brother Culture, that joined that crew. So I also played yeah. and toured with them quite extensively as well. Um, so do, do you think, like, the quality of hip-hop is kind of, not lower, but kind of different now because there's so many people like, making it? from the bedroom, like there's so many more rappers that aren't live, really like they've think never rapped. I the is necessarily less. Yeah. I think there is, a, there's so many talented rappers, um, yeah. not just in Scotland, but throughout the UK. Yeah. I just think that the understanding of what hip hop is has got lost. Yeah. So yeah. when you understand the history of hip hop, we'll start there. Yeah. Um, then you understand that it, it, it's what chronologically it moving on from the blues yeah. to jazz to hip hop. And when yeah. you understand that, you know, the colonization and the transatlantic slave trade, um, Jim Crow, the murder, extermination yeah. of people of color, what people were going through and what, what it stands for, yeah. from, it's really different to all other genres, really. Yeah. You know, maybe classical, there's elements of that there, but all the other genres of music, they didn't come out of tragedy and pain yeah. and suffering, right? Specifically oh. of Afro-Caribbean people who were enslaved and brought to the West. Yeah. And I think that that does make a huge difference because when you understand not only that, but the five pillars of hip-hop, so nowadays the pillars of hip-hop have been changed to four instead of five. So yeah. obviously breakdancing, graffiti, DJing yeah. and rapping. But the fifth element was consciousness. So yeah. in order for something to qualify as hip hop, it had to be conscious. And that has yeah, really changed with, you know, as we all know, after the yeah. 90s, what you saw was the um, West Coast dominating the East Coast. Yeah. So you have death row records, you have a lot of gangster rap, you have a lot of what I call deaf music, meaning deaf as in deaf here, and deaf as in it can lead to death, drugs and destitution. Yeah. So that kind of deaf culture ha- kind of hijacked hip hop and, and still remains because it is the most yeah. commercially viable. Yeah. And that's why conscious rappers, particularly a lot of the best UK rappers, the rappers that I toured with when I was a baby, 
when I was like yeah. 15, 16, like just old enough, I was touring with Skinny Man, Kalashnikov, Wiley, Kato, yeah. um, MCD, Tommy Evans, Young Gun, Lewis Parker, um, and Harry and Sarah Love, obviously played in a band with Roots and Nova, yeah. etc., etc. Toured the entire UK from Kirkintilic to Southampton to Bambecular to Oban. Yeah. Um, so I just think that, you know, what's really interesting, I suppose, about the Scottish scene is that our a lot of the history has been lost. And I think that's because our media base is more in West Coast. So therefore, most of the focus does tend to go on West Coast rappers. Yeah. Um, and artists and comedians and whatever else it is. However, I would say there has been a big push to diversify and to be more inclusive, especially over the last, say, two years. There's been a huge yeah. push to make sure, particularly one to two years, you've seen, like, you know, awards making sure that they've got people not just from the West, yeah, but they've got a point. from all over, all, yeah. you know? So, and I think that's really important because, you know, there, there has been like a documentary made on Scottish hip hop. Funnily enough, I was nearly not included in that. The only reason I was in it was because the producer was the same producer on a culture show um, and also um, remembered me from being on Jules Holland. And he, he okay. must have been like, listen, you can't make a documentary about hip hop in Scotland without including that person. Yeah, but no. again, they didn't talk about any of anything we'd achieved or done. So that is something that totally goes against hip hop. Like hip hop, it doesn't matter if you like someone or not. You have to, you have to be real. Hip hop's different to pop. It's different to even okay, reggae. reggae. You know, in reggae, you can take someone else's rhythm. You can, you know, that's what they do. But in hip hop, you don't do that. And you give props where props are due. So it's been really interesting because I remember when we put out Halal the Beef, that was in 2006 and we blew people's minds. It literally has got like, George Bush with shotguns. It's really powerful, hardcore social political stuff. Protest music. And everyone was so shocked by it. No one liked it. Like they liked it. They were watching it. They were learning from it. They were studying it, but there was no kind of love. Um, but people loved us outside of Scotland. You know, we did Westwood, we did BBC Radio One. That's why I find it so funny nowadays when um new talents coming through and they're still yeah. kind of like, oh. I didn't know they had black people in Scotland. I didn't know yeah. Scotland, they rap there, but it's like, bro, like, do a little bit of research. Yeah, you know? we've been rapping all the time. So I'm, I'm, I am encouraged, but at this, there, is, there is some issues happening. And part of that is to do with the honesty and the integrity of the artists who are kind of doing their thing now. Now, what, some of them, um, one of them, for example, when uh, Ransom was on the rap game, he was asked, is there's rappers in Scotland? He was like, yeah, yeah there's yeah. loads of rappers. But with a lot of the new talent coming through, there's a, there's like a, it's almost like they draw a lot of um, inspiration from our achievements, um, but they don't rep us. They kind of act, well, let's not talk about them because we don't want to take away from yeah. what we're doing. And I think that is quite dangerous. Um, yeah, so it's like an ego thing, I think, as well. Yeah, it's, and it is quite dangerous and it's quite yeah. disappointing because what you've got now is, you know, all of the artists I can see that are getting a little bit of sunshine, um, yeah. you know, it's fantastic, it's amazing, it's great. But 
you know, so for example, um, we had this amazing feature recently with like four or five um, great spitters from Scotland, great spitters, which was yeah. on Greg Daily the other day. Yeah. And it was created by a DJ. And I thought that was, I thought that was cool. But I just kind of feel like because a lot of the people in positions of power in Scotland now, I'm talking about the promoters, the DJs. Yeah. They are either don't really actually understand hip hop and haven't really participated in it. I mean, the judges, people have an event. They're more into indie rock, but that's fine. Yeah. So when they listen to hip hop, they're not necessarily listening to it like a connoisseur would listen to it or judging it in the yeah. same way they would in other parts of the UK or the US. Yeah. yeah. Um, on top of that, a lot of the promoters and DJs who are really mm. in the limelight right now, um, they did not ever promote Scottish hip hop at all. They actually yeah. are commercial DJs. What they did is they did the opposite. They promoted English hip hop, brought many English acts up, built a relationship with those English acts, those English DJs. And so when this time came now, whether it's one extra or whoever else, they go to the DJs they know because they assume that they've always promoted Scottish rap. Yeah. Um, and the only reason that that's an issue, because no one's salty, it's all about love, there's more than enough space for everyone, is because the true DJs that are sick, that can genuinely stand up on a world stage. So, for example, my DJ um, was a guy called Richie Roughtone, three-time DMC world champion from Edinburgh. Yeah. So if you're going to make... Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is the only problem with a lot of the artists who are kind of, you know, maybe getting a light on them now is they don't really understand the history of Scottish rap. They don't think it matters. And as a consequence of that, we're being seen in this kind of junior way as opposed to the rest of the UK yeah, understanding how, yeah. how hardcore we've been in for how long, right? And if we're putting out, you know, documentaries why are you not making sure that that person's included how can you not know that we have a three times dmc world champion in edinburgh yeah you see what i'm saying yeah so that's really one of the fundamental issues that i can really see that's happening um other djs there's so many djs particularly in scotland who dedicated their lives to scottish rap who are sick djs from nasty p to whoever else and it's a shame because now the opportunity is here, but it's the commercial DJs that are kind of dominating and they're deciding who's going on. Yeah, like the guys on one extra, on. the guys on radio, yeah. And, you know, I even called it out, but I got so much abuse from all of the men in hip-hop in Scotland. Um, got to be honest with you, when I first started out making music and I was bringing those artists as a young teenage female which was not easy yeah. by myself coming from Wester Hills. If you go on videos like Halal the Beef, you'll see stuff like nigger go back home, black bastard. You know, yeah. people used to come write racist abuse on the posters. Artists, rappers who are well-known right now, that's yeah. what they used to do to me. Yeah. And one or two of them, well, one of them's manager came and apologized to me for that. And I said, listen, it's all love. Obviously I'm not trying to be tight, with yeah. you yeah. but it's like you did something really really wrong and you really re it was like the amount of bullying and persecution that I yeah. faced 
as a, as an artist in this it was just but you know end of the day Scotland's changed so much over the last 15 years so yeah it is, it what it is. Place. yeah you know what I'm saying but um you know the main thing I would say is that and this goes to everything it's not just hip-hop it's in general it's like since George Floyd let's keep it real yeah people have really understood the importance of diversity and so they're trying their best to make things diverse the only thing I would say is that with that diversity don't just rush to the first person doesn't matter what that is if it's a job as a politician if it's a if it's on television if it's in music do your research properly yeah don't just have a quick search and just go with whatever you see on wikipedia do your research properly and find those genuine authentic people who have sacrificed and paved the way because one of the issues not that i have an issue but the only thing i would say is that new hip-hop and the new genres of hip-hop they do in England. So in England, you have someone like Stormzy, whether he gets on with Wiley or not, or Dizzy or not, yeah. he'd be like, listen, I would be nowhere without Wiley. I'll be nowhere without this person. Yeah, Whereas here, there's no concept of understanding that certain individuals suffered to, to make it possible for you to now come and have yeah. it the way that you're having it. Um, and if they don't carry that history forward, then you know that's blasphemy and hip-hop that's blasphemy that means you're not real you shouldn't even you're not even a hip-hop artist you're basically just an artist masquerading in this genre um but at the same time i don't blame one extra for that because what one extra if they come to a dj in scotland they're like listen we want to put on a, a an event with scottish artists like one of the first ones and there was a mix of English and Scottish, it's not One Extra's fault. It's the DJ or it's the people that curated that's fault. Because yeah. the people at One Extra are relying on you t- to get the right people or to be honest with them and say, listen, yo, do you know what, yeah? Actually, there's this boy who I basically learned how to DJ from who's existed before me who's sick. Like, why don't we do it together? Or why don't you put him on too? But it's not, it's just this kind of like, un. it's like focusing on and repeating the mistakes that were made that led to, as um, um, Kanye West would say, the death, hip, the death of yeah. hip hop, as Jay Z would say, death hip hop. Because this death culture, this arrogance is like, this is not a joke. Hip hop was about saving lives, right? But we're living in a time now where literally, particularly black people are merging each other in the street. Like that might be a joke. That might not be important, right? And I do understand because I've worked in different sides. I've worked as a ghostwriter. I've worked in air. I've worked in different sides of the coin. So I do understand that that level of people, they're not connected to the streets necessarily. They're not from the same place. So when they see certain things, they just think, oh, that's cool. That's cute. Whereas when you're conscious you're still going to rate that. You're still going to put on yeah. because real is real and truth is truth. And if you've gone through things and you rap about that, that's real. That's valid. The only difference is if you have someone that's truly conscious and truly understands the issues in the community and the game, they're going to make sure that they might bring another person who is conscious. They're going to make sure they open up opportunities for other artists that are repping 
um, a different ideology. So, you know, hip hop is, and, and rap, drill, grime, it's not a joke. Um, everybody's a rapper. Like, you know, if it was a sport and it was football, everyone wants to be the striker. But to me, music is about creating art and creating yeah. something to, to transform people's lives, to support yeah. people's lives, to help and encourage them. It's not about me wanting to have my face out there. And at the same time, we have courage and we have conviction, but because of that, we lose, we sacrifice. So I've yeah. been offered um, record label deals, top record by, by, by a very well-known individual who started one of the greatest franchises in music in the world. And I said no to that because end of the day, it didn't match my beliefs or what yeah. I was trying to put into the world. And I just think that unfortunately, we live in a time now where it just doesn't seem to really matter. Um, and as a female artist and a female rapper, it's obviously 150 times harder, particularly yeah. as a dark skinned female artist. If I was mixed race, lighter skinned yeah. or Caucasian, you know, we've seen from Lady Sovereign who was probably one of the most successful rappers of all time who wasn't even a rapper, right? Yeah. But she was marketable. Right, she kind of reminds me of them, the baby, um, bad Barbie in uh, but she wasn't bad, right? Um, obviously, you've got little Sims, she only really started getting shown love in the last five years. Same with Lady LeSure, um, yeah. and these artists are, are, are as good as any of the top male artists in this country, what but they don't get the same potential, they don't get the same respect. Guys, yeah. do not put them on, guys, do not share with them you know it doesn't matter yeah. what you're watching they're not going out their way to bring in these incredible female MCs yeah. that could rival any male neither do they get the same respect so you can yeah. take someone like Lady LeSure she can go bars for bars with anybody but yeah. she's not seen seen in the same way as Crick and Conan or any of the other and that's no disrespect to Crick and Conan shout yeah. out all love to Crick and Conan all love to DJ Target everybody yeah. is all love it's just about exposing the reality, particularly when you're a dark-skinned female. Um, yeah. There is colorism, it does exist, there is discrimination. Um, and what tends to happen is other females, I think as well, one of the most fascinating things for me as an artist is I made a really conscious decision because of experiences I had early in my career. Shout out Natalie Hendry, who died recently. She was one of the first um, and one of the most incredible singers in Scottish hip hop history. Um, she died at the age of 20, about two, about a month ago. Um, and at that time, you also had Flo, another amazing Scottish artist, black girl from Glasgow. Um, but what tends to happen is if you are like me, so I believe in talent first, look yeah. second. That does not mean that I judge any female who uses her body or her looks or sexualizes yeah. herself because the reality is nobody can judge anyone else because you don't know what someone's been through to get to where they are in life. Yeah, you can't. I know that I yeah. have more ability, so I can't just take that route because I'm so conscious of my influence on this planet 
that I do not want to influence particularly women, particularly young girls, or particularly of any race, any faith, any background in a certain direction. That's just me. And because of that, I conduct myself in a certain way, I behave in a certain way, and I dress in a certain way, which is yeah. not attractive. In fact, it was so unattractive. It was so consciously deliberate. And people found that insane. They found, in, in the UK, they found that insane. They were like, I'm, I don't know what to do with you. I'm just going to pretend you don't exist because you're not appearing to me in the way that I yeah. would like a female to appear. Yeah. So a lot of the time what will happen then is, in a way, you will get a bit cancelled because yeah. that's not... It doesn't matter where you look in the media, there are no representations of black women in um, music industry, um, in our organic selves, in an unsexualized, hypersexualized yeah. manner, apart from those who've done it for ourselves. So if that is um, the artists I mentioned earlier from the UK, yeah. um, or you know, you have certain artists like Lauren Hill, Missy Elliott coming out of um, the USA who were able to navigate but pretty much since the end of the 90s, um, it's, it's been like, you're not allowed to progress yeah. in your career unless you sell your work body. Work a certain way. Um, no, yeah. you have to sell your body. You have yeah. to sell your body. And I don't believe in that. Like, you know, if there can be Ed Sheeran, why can't I just be me in a tracksuit, yeah. right? Um, but people don't get it because they're like, but you're beautiful, you're amazing. You know, people have tried to sign me major deals. And I've said, well, no, I don't want to do that. I just want to make music. I just want to make great music. And I think when I'm in other parts of the world, I toured a lot um, with Jamaican artists, um, everyone from Yellowman to Don Payne, Sugar Minot, um, recorded music with him before he died. Um, the Scatterlights, the Mighty Diamonds, John Holt. And Actually, I, I, I stopped touring in the UK because I was so disillusioned by how much I was under attack in Scotland from people who hadn't even started making music yet, who just yeah. didn't like me because of the colour of my skin. But now I realise was jealousy um, to these really kind of brutal commercial um, promoters who... You know, the only place I had any refuge was like, you know, in the streets with the real rappers that I mentioned earlier at spots like Deal Real. Um, then Pirate Radio was big. I used to go down. I used to um, battle on rinse. So, you know, it was just like a really, really difficult situation. So I started working with a lot of Jamaican artists because they yeah. got it. They totally, and that's why you can get artists like Coffee coming out of Jamaica. And Jamaica's not a place that that loves sex, sex right? Yeah. Um, but you can still, if you're, you, you can't do that in the UK. In the history of the UK, it doesn't matter what genre of music it is, what colour of woman you are, you have to look a certain way. Yeah. Um, and that is a huge issue. And I don't think that, I think a lot of the men involved in hip hop, regardless of their colour, yeah. they're all complicit in it and they always give more opportunity to a female that they are attracted to yeah. over a female that isn't giving them that access whether yeah. that's a flirtatious thing or whatever 
Um, it's a shame that that's maybe the case and not just the music industry. I think it's just that it's an issue as a whole, to be honest, in our society. But. And, it, and you know what? In certain industries, if I was that type of person, which I am not, or I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, I can maybe understand, but in, a, in an industry that's based on your ability to make music, your yeah. appearance should not be the number one thing. Maybe second, third, fourth, but should not be the yeah. number one thing. Um, and that's why we're in a situation where we used to be able to write PhDs on hip hop. Whereas yeah. now the content and the quality of the content and the onomatopoeia and the alliteration and the syntax and the paradigm and the grammar and the discourse yeah. is largely missing. It's more just about, I'm the best, I can rap really fast, yeah. I can rap really hard. Um, and that's cool, but this is why we've only had one drill song in the history yeah. of drill chart. Because yeah. end of the day, like music, if you're just rapping about how hard you are and how much you can show and, you know, how fast, yeah. that's like not going to really interest yeah. the majority of the population. You used to be able to put on a hip hop track and be able to play it to anybody, drop some yeah. Talib Kweli and they'll be loving it. They'll be like, oh, I didn't even think I liked hip hop. Yeah. Because of the content and the quality of the wordsmanship. So it would be really nice to see. I don't think this will happen because I kind of feel like we are, you've got like one section of Scottish hip hop rappers who are like proper Scott, proper like nah, we're doing our thing, doesn't matter about what's going on over here. But the main kind of artists who are pushing through are those yeah. that have a really London sound. Like they might be spitting in their Scottish accent, but it's, it's a, a really London style of rap. And that is cool. Yeah, yeah. Drill is big, it's worldwide. It's great to be able to show right that you can spit any yeah. type of style, any type of beat. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, be careful because we don't want to lose an opportunity to create our own identity, yeah. right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we don't want to just be imitating Americans or imitating English. And that's not your accent, because people have got different accents. My accent's messed up because I've traveled all over the world and lived all over the world. But yeah. I make sure my style is original. And if you hear my music, you know it's me. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, you know that's me. I don't sound like anybody else. Um, that's I, why, I do, yeah, that's what I was going to say about that kind of brings in the whole like type beat idea, which I think obviously a lot of people are into type beats because they want a beat that sounds like a certain sound, but there's kind of, there is good and bad things about it. Um, but obviously like what you said, is sort of kind of imitation, which like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But it's not wrong with imitation. Yeah. I would just say that end of the day any artist knows that it's very very easy like i also uh sing i don't sing commercially though okay and the thing is it's so easy to replicate a sound you hear someone do something and you do it after it's so easy to do that yeah. it's completely different to come up with it from scratch yeah. and i think one of the biggest issues um right now is there is no respect for creative or intellectual property. 
um, I think one of the issues of social media is that it's so easy to just go and look at what someone else is doing and copy what they're yeah. doing or take that person's contacts. There's no concept of like being your own creative. Mind. Exactly, and having it's like the, the first thing you look at. Like, the first thing you look at when you wake up, obviously, like social media, there's other people's right. views. So right. you don't have time to build your own. Career. Right. So I think we've got to be quite cautious of that. Especially when you're creative and you're making music. Um, it's even more kind of relevant, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just going to actually, we'll move on to the new EP. Yes, um, 45 minutes that, Yeah. So yes, yes, yes. Go into that. Um, it's out. It's big. It's it's just we just wanted to keep it real. You know, I yeah. love I can rap drill grind whatever all day, but on this we just wanted to make something that was kind of fun. Um, just for uh, all yeah. the boys and that of this state. Um, we had the incredible honor of getting to record a song with Fumes the Engineer. Pretty sure we're probably the first in Scotland to also yeah. do that. And um, plenty of tracks already by Show and Prove, as well as Mazza. So that was really amazing to make that EP. Um, I had a single release called Home with Show and Prove as well that came yeah. out. Um, and we actually have some really exciting stuff coming up, but I shall tell you about that later. But Checkmate is out right now, live and direct. You can get that on Spotify, Apple, Deezer. You can get that everywhere worldwide. We also dropped a couple of sick music videos on our own channel, Queen's Gambit, Big Tune, as well as M8. So you need to get on that if you don't know. Yeah, check that out. I love the the kind of mixed influences. I love like, types like drill, trap, kind of grime. I love the combination, like it's not just kind of all like drill, but it's got kind of aspects of drill. Everyone yeah, really enjoyed it. It's literally like it's so much easier to spit drill because it's just yeah. got this rhyming pattern that sounds sick. But I, as an artist, I don't want to just sound like everybody else. Yeah, it's not I just want about jumping to sound on the like me. Yeah, vibing to a beat. Um. And that is the only thing that it's on one hand, it's great that everyone is spitting in the same style, but at the same time, it could potentially stagnate creativity. Um, you know, but yeah, I think there's always an issue with that, like whatever is kind of hitting hard at the time, there's always gonna be like throughout hip hop, I think there's been that sort of happened. So we've had like the kind of, we've had trap and now it's kind of drill, which is how that trap has changed. I guess yeah. there's always going to be that kind of transition between For kind sure. of genres. Um, sure. Yeah. So I like Wings is probably my favourite on the EP. Interesting. Uh, I like, I like yeah. the switch of beats. Um, That's um, Fumes Engineer. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good track, really easy, fun. Um, again, I like how the, the drums kind of keeps it busy. Um, the mixture of drums, I do really like that, keeps it fresh. Yeah, um, yeah, I love different. that sample as well. The opera thing is, is, if you listen to any of my previous albums, like every album, every all the music we make is so unique. 
So this is this EP was probably the most chilled out, easy listening. Sounds like what's about music that I've probably put out. Um, previous yeah. album twenty track with Mongo's Hi-Fi is like hardcore dubstep drill. I'm not drill dubstep reggae hip hop mashup madness. Yeah. So this is like you know. I do think it's important as an MC to, 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 to demonstrate that you can actually adapt to any style, any time. Yeah. And I think that's part of why my career has been, has had such longevity. Um, you know, a lot of people say to me, you know, uh, I might not have, you know, this or that. And I'm like, well, you know, what does Steven Spielberg look like? Yeah. You know, so for me, I'm not, the music we make, if you look at our back catalogue, there's nothing in there that's even remotely commercial. So that yeah. wasn't our prerogative. Our prerogative was literally to save lives because the estate we grew up in, Leicester Hills, was literally rife with heroin, drug addiction, alcoholism. Yeah. So we really started making music to provide a space, a refuge for people to have something that they could grab onto and feel like, they, they had something, they weren't just doing nothing, because that's yeah. one thing that can really lead to some serious problems. Yeah. So that's really been the focus um, of the music that we make. And, you know, social media is great. I love it. I, I really just started the page quite recently because just because our fans are real and in real life, you know, yeah when you're awarded like gold and platinum discs of your album sales, that is something that we achieved a long time ago. And it is important if you see yourself as a commercial artist, you know, there's certain things, it's not just rapping online, rapping on this, rapping on that. That's great. It's, you know, it's great that you're doing that. It's great that you're big, um, you know, but how does that actually translate into sales? Um, so it's really easy, I think, to get caught up in this kind of online thing. Um, and it's really easy if promoters, judges, whatever have you, if they're lazy and they just look at things like that online without actually thinking, yeah. oh, that person's never even left Scotland. Maybe I shouldn't, yeah. maybe I should choose somebody who's, you know, or whatever, you know, um, it's no shade. It's not, it's, not, it's not salty. It's just about yeah. ensuring that, you know, we all reach the standard and you're only going to reach the standard when you understand like really what goes into it and I think one of the biggest problems with the music industry is because it is filled with narcissists it is filled with people that aren't really interested in music they're more interested yeah. in just the money and to be honest the, the women yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll give you real um you know it's just it's what it is you know yeah. I'm not hating I think each to their own, you know, but it is an industry that is become extremely complicated. Um, and people really don't understand a lot of the time what they're getting into. Um, you saw even recently big artists, never mind the hip hop artists who've been complaining forever, Jamaican yeah. artists, but even Taylor Swift, you know, breaking her silence about the exploitation that occurred to her. She now has to re-record her entire catalog in order to perform any of them songs. So that's the only reason that I've commented certain things because if you don't put the right people in positions, yeah, they might be good, but they're kind of leading people in the wrong direction. 
So if you don't have that um, background, I always say that we are standing on the shoulders of giants, right? So if my mom's generation never came and suffered, I wouldn't be here. If the generation before them didn't suffer and weren't enslaved, I wouldn't be here. So it's not possible for you to forget who came before you because your life would be less easy. And, and we live in a culture within capitalism where there's almost like a preference for ignorance. There's a preference yeah. for not really understanding the background or the history of something. Um, and that can be quite dangerous, you know, and hip hop something that's always kind of rage against the machine, you know, like so much music yeah. used to do. Um, so I haven't lost hope. I really think that good things can happen. I, I love making the music I make. I love the industry. I love what's happening. Shout out all the new um, young team coming up to join us on the ranks. I think that's amazing. Um, I think, you know, it's blessed really. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, um, we're gonna just play a track from the EP now. Um, so I'll play Wings um, and then we'll play Mate as well. So yeah, we'll just play that. Live and all right, one, two, come through. L to the O to the T, T, T. Walk one. Cause we just a rebel, rebel. Cause we just a rebel, rebel. Cause we just a rebel, rebel. We on a new level, level. We on a new level, level. We on a new level, level. Cause we just a rebel, rebel. Cause we just a rebel, rebel. Cause we just a rebel, rebel. We on a new level, level. We don't cut the devil, devil. Be more than a vessel. We born in the jungle. To rumble, we better go global. It's locked and it's total. We gotta be humble. We going through photo, and you got the bottle. From local to mogul, the social is noble, it's zonal, it's mobile. It's modal, it's vocal, it's coastal, it's coastal, it's coastal, it's coastal. Cause we taking over. Remember, I told ya. Remember, I told ya, told ya, told ya. I'm heading for the sky now. I've grown wings ready to fly now. I don't wanna have to say you word, say you word. Hey. Here to take what is mine now. Crazy money on the grind now. Oh, I don't wanna have to say you word, say you word. Hey. High in the sky on a wave, happy to say, happy to say, happy to pray. Buy on a buy on a day. We keep it lit, we keep it wave. We just forget, we never slay. Big up today, big up today, big up today, big up today. Brave on a brave on a brave, let it be known. Say it again, singing his name. You'll never get again. Let it be known, let it remain. We going ham. Say it again. Let it remain, let it remain, let it remain. I'm heading for the sky now. I've grown wings ready to fly now. I don't wanna have to say you word. What is mine now? Crazy money on the grind now. Uh, I 
London, Birmingham, Manchester. No, we run this. Hit the air, mate, no time for fakers, 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 haters fakers, You know in the crew, don't call me, mate, you're a lot, you're late, you're a bakers. L to the O to the T to the O to the S, destined for greatness Hit the A1396 miles on the Great North Road to London These bars will stun them, come hard like a gunman Make you redundant, redundant Keep dropping these fables, life's never been stable Whole world in the mess, from king, from king to able Black men be stable too hot, yeah, we're still too hot. We're sweeter than that maple. maple, maple Not saying maple. no deals. Too priceless for these labels. So keep, 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 keep up your label. Yeah, yeah. Enough love from the ends, from the ends, from the ends to the cradle. And man's supposed to me like, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I, how do I get an appraisal? Like, how do I get a seat at her round table? As a work for the valley of darkness. Harder and harder and harder and harder and harder. Yeah. Life's no joke in the city of heartless. In the city of heartless. In the city of heartless. We're still killing it regardless. Still killing it regardless. Hit the air, mate. No time for fakers, 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 haters. You're not in the crew, don't call me, mate. You're a lot, you're late, you're a bit cursed. L to the O to the T to the O to the S, destined for greatness. Hit the A1396 miles on the Great North Road to London. Used to ride in golden chariots. I remember being enslaved to the chain they called the Marriott's down my hoy. Whoa, they couldn't F with your boy. Well, I'm mucking MCs like Harold Shipman, kill people. My style's too sick to be up on church steeples. Bush's whole clicks feeble, and they scavenge like the seagulls. I'm stopping old hearts like the Hoods TV bulls. I can't chill, I'm hot, and Panera won't stop. It's a runaway slave from the manner of the brave. Has a villain or someone who is ill and willing to start killing. Hit the air, mate. No time for fakers, 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 haters. If you're not in the crew, don't call me, mate. You're a lot, you're late, you're a big cuss. L to the O to the T to the O to the S, destined for greatness. Hit the A1396 miles on the Great North Road to London. Yeah, so that was Wigs. And Checkmate from the recent What is album Checkmate um, We've got another track Actually that I want to play um, It's another one from the From the EP that I released uh, In June um, This is Queen's Gambit Like BK Knights, Queen's Gambit, you know that God planned it. Bring out my nights, nights, take away your lights, lights. Rhyme so hard, TKA, put out your lights, lights. I 
just might, I do bite Step to me and you'll get a fright Hard like my man Smith and Bright We got the sight, we on sight Watch you slight, watch me smite Rhymes they attack like bump in the night L to the O to the T to the O to the S Much foresight, never despite Treat on my Dean like rappers delight We just delight, as I overwrite Playwright, bring out the searchlight Shine like sunlight, light Most these rappers talking, talking We stage right, you stage right Rhyme so tight like sound bites In the spotlight we shine bright, bright I just might, I just might move. Step up my line of sight. What? You get a mega bite, 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 bite. Queen of Scots, you just know, you just a thought, 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 thought. Send out my jackabites, bite. Send out my jackabites. I overwrite these parasites, no oversights like satellites. Big up my BK nights. Send out my, send out my jackabites. I overwrite these parasites, no oversights like satellites. Listen. Big up my BK got vices like spices in a well-stocked cupboard And boy, I come from the new school Like old Mrs. Hubbard My mom say I'm stubborn Sean took his shahada And stopped getting rubbered Listen The angels bring the morning With a warning And a chance to repent And half the mans in London They think they 50 cent See the feds go through the pockets And they ain't got 50 pence Listen been a lot of different places, seen a lot of different phases I play my life like cards, but never held no aces Until I met Islam, I bust it in this jam I gotta thank my God for saving me from Stan The man what? And all his wicked scams Now let me tell the story of how it all began If you lie, you cheat If you cheat, you steal If you steal, you do anything Bad people's feel is real Send out my jackabites, I overwrite these parasites, no oversights like satellites. Big up my BK send out, send out my jackabites, I overwrite these parasites, no oversights like satellites. Big up my BK send out. So yeah, welcome back to the Hip Hop Scotland podcast with Otis. We've had a really good chat. Yeah, it's been really entertaining. We've got some comments of really interesting topics. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to ask a bit more actually about um, kind of your influences. So what kind of influenced you the most at the beginning? Like what inspired you to like get into the hip hop rap game? Um, I think for me, I was in a situation where I saw so many um, people who were in these prisons that were essentially the constructs of their social, economic and environmental environment. And as a consequence of that, I saw many people losing their lives. I saw many people turn into drugs and there was nothing that I could do other than make music. So I just started making music, started making music with my older brother, AKA Revelations, also yeah. one of the founding fathers of Scottish hip hop. And so we really started the crew literally to save people's lives. Yeah. And that's what we did for like 10 years. Like I, we had so many youth groups that we worked with G Code. Uh, that was one from Grant and Newton Pillhouse. We had uh, Pilton, we had Muirhouse, we had um, Hillhead in Glasgow. We had so many young people come through the crew, and we're not that old, I'm not that old, yeah. but you know, really young guys who could have got into serious crime 
who instead of that started writing, started making music, started producing and have consequently gone on to have amazing lives. Some of them have stayed in music, some of them haven't. Um, so the most important thing for me was to instill in them that a feeling of self-belief and to feel proud that they can achieve anything, that they can be anything. And if I could demonstrate that to them, then that's what I wanted to do, you know? And that's why I really started again, um, moving away from hip hop completely because there was, there was no, there was barely any respect for UK hip hop, never mind a Scottish female rapper and yeah. that exists, you know? So um, I toured, I went on quite a lot of tours in the US and there was one particular tour I went on with a guy called Michael Winslow. He is probably the most famous original beatboxer in the world. He, we recorded an EP, we went on tour. He was in um, a, a series of movies called Police Academy. And he was the guy that made all the funny noises. Oh, He's okay. known as the man of like 10,000 voices. Um, and he comes from that fresh Prince of Bel-Air 80s, 90s period. So it was amazing working with him because he was not interested in how fast you rap. He was not interested in this, that. He was interested in what you could do intellectually, how much fun you could bring into the music. That was something I had never experienced before, having fun in hip hop. I've never experienced that. I've, even now, you don't see that. You know, I made this one song called Monsters, which I definitely want to re-release because it was created, we made this EP and it was supposed to be the soundtrack for the new Police Academy movie. But unfortunately, um, one of the main characters passed away, so the movie hasn't come out yet, but I'm still quite keen to re-release it. And it was just, the, it was so, I can't explain to you what it's like making music, especially with a male artist who is hugely talented, who's like, I just want you to experiment. I just want you to have fun. I want to see what we can create, what we can improvise yeah. together on the spot. Every single gig we did, we played 46 dates from Bonnaroo to South by Southwestern to the Apollo NYC. Yeah. And every single show I did was improvised on the spot, off the top of the head and vice versa, because that's what he did. Yeah. And that really restored my faith in hip hop touring with him in America. And it also taught me that, you know what, there's there's two types of artists. There's people that want to be famous and there's people that want to make music. Yeah. And I just want to make music. Um, the only problem to that is that we live in a society now where if people don't see you in certain places, it's almost like you don't exist. and yeah. They're happy to deny your existence vermintly, yeah. right? They're like, oh, but I Googled you and I, I can't see that you played it. Yeah, but I can yeah. show you the newspaper. Go to this newspaper, research the archive, open it. You're going to see me at Glastonbury in the paper, pictures of it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's no concept of understanding that a lot of these technologies are really, really new. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we had this like 10 years ago. So... You know, even the Zoom that we're talking on right now yeah. is like this new phenomenon. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think I am always optimistic. 
but my job is to create music and I've never been I love you know if someone loves what I do you know to me the main MCs in the world respect me and my fans and people in the street love my music that's more important to me than yeah you know other people who are like oh but you haven't you you can't see this and you can't see that and it's like you know that's because you know unfortunately a lot of the time people don't do their homework properly and they're really really quick to make assumptions and the thing is when you when you've sold hundreds of thousands of albums when you've been in the charts in different countries you know it's quite and someone's like oh let's battle who's never left you know but they've done a few bits and pieces you don't really feel like it like you kind of do but you're kind of like well I don't need to I don't need to I've earned my place I'm already there you don't need to show everybody anything yeah you don't need to you know again the first Scottish um, rap crew to be um, um, highlighted by the mobile awards you know this is part of our history and 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 when we were doing it we were doing it for everyone we were doing it to help everyone people that were coming after us we were that was what it was about. So, you know, and we've done that. That's like our job. So that makes me feel so proud to know that when I started in hip hop, it was impossible. Any kind of hip hop was practically impossible. Yeah. You know, and we started the scene in clubs like Cabaret Voltaire. I remember bringing Estelle, DJ IQ, Klashnikov, all of these artists, yeah. you know, Skinny Man, Akala, sneak all of these artists to Scotland and tour them with them for years. Yeah. Um, and we had such an amazing underground scene in Scotland. It was, it was unbelievable. Um, I've, I've never really experienced that before, other than when I used to play a lot at a night called Kung Fu, part of Low yeah. Life Records. I worked a lot with a rapper called Jest, one of the sickest... Um, white male MCs to really even come into hip hop. Um, But one of the things that you have to accept as an artist is that no matter how good you are, you will, people will not always remember you. It doesn't matter how big you are, it doesn't matter how famous you are, unless you bring in something that is exceptional, people are never gonna remember you. You'll be forgotten. No matter how big you were, you will be forgotten. Yeah. Um, so when you're like a lot of this, the bravado and the arrogance, it's fine. But, you know, all that really does is hurt people. You know, you saw Wiley's breakdown recently. Yeah. Why? Because he feels hurt. He feels cheated. He started the game and people yeah. have got the cheek to say anything negative about him. They've got no concept of what he went through to start yeah. the game. Fair enough, he had an issue. He said certain things, but yeah. at the end of the day, he is the one, he's the godfather. Um, yeah. And the reason he's the way he is is because he didn't get the love, the respect that he deserved. Ne- never mind money. So, yeah. you know, I think that it is really, really important to for us to ensure that we're archiving the history properly and accurately, not just from one person's side who's biased and only wants to put their friends on. Um, yeah. 
And I think that as well, one thing that I've had to learn is that when you look at female artists like Roxanne, for example, one of the first early female rappers, the reality is as a woman and your first like name, people are not even going to know you exist. The real people, yeah. people don't really know them. The real people that start anything, most of the time are not recognized in history. Yeah. The same way, if I, plant, if I plant a seed for an orange tree or an apple tree, that's not going to flourish. That's not going to grow until several years. Yeah. So you come along now and you pick that fruit, right? And you're like, oh, yeah. I've got an orange. It's my orange. I picked it. Right, then you, you don't even realize who came before you to plant yeah. that tree for you to pick it. And you're supposed to know you should share that orange. And that's what is the demise, yeah. I think. Um, you know, but it's it just it's poetry, it's beautiful, it's life, it happens to everyone. Why the main reasons that I find it all just I don't take any of it seriously. When I was young, yeah, I was hurt. The kind of abuse that I got, physical, mental, terrorization because of the color of my skin, because I was a talented artist, people trying to shut me down, people trying to exit, like pretend we don't exist. You know, yeah. um, there was artists, um, you know, I love glass region artists. I've got to keep it real. I think their flow is spectacular. So many talented yeah. artists from Gasp to um, um and uh, he was I listening to the other day. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's so good. Glasgow artist. Really great, really amazing. Um, there's really some some seriously spectacular talent out there, but at the same time, it's like, um, you know, I remember there was an artist that I worked with a lot, um, you know, in fact, I will make another point because I don't want to just be out here bashing guys because, <laughs> yes, our particular industry is the most patriarchal, awful place for women. But at the same yeah. time, I feel like a lot of the time female rappers in Scotland, I've not experienced this anywhere else, but in Scotland, the only thing I would say is that we're not really, they don't, we're very individual. So, yeah. you know, certain female artists that have come through recently, I've mentored them. They used to come to my house, to gig, backstage, work with them, work with them. And then when they made their first videos or got their first awards or whatever, there's no mention. In some cases, my entire life stories, if it was their own, which is quite funny. Um, and so I do think that we have a responsibility as well as women to do what men do. Men stick together. Men put, bring their best mate, even though he's not that good, and make sure he gets in the cipher. So, you know, I think we as female artists also need to work together. We can't just be like, oh, well, they're not putting us on. Um, and I worked really hard to pave the way for female artists, as well as um, Soon T, who is a reggae singer from Glasgow. She also is one of the hardest working artists in the history of, of um, reggae music yeah. in Scotland um, as a singer. Um, her backlog is incredible. So, you know, I do think that it is important to recognize all of these people 
particularly from my generation, although some of them are a lot older than me, um, yeah. I think that that's a shame. And that's what happens when you only allow like certain people to tell to tell the story and the narrative, because all of these people are prolific and exist, and we all know about them, yeah. but people are not talking about them, which is, I don't know if that's jealousy, but it's not necessary because one of the things I've learned from being at the top, be, being in rooms with people like Jay-Z and Puff yeah. Daddy is there's enough space for everyone. Yeah. Everyone can fit. Everyone can be fantastic, you know, and Scottish people, we're usually extremely, you know, supportive and inclusive and all of any kind of petty issues should be really squashed so that we can all come through in one united manner. Um, your competition is not your next door neighbour here in Scotland. Your competition is the top artists, Central Sea, um, you know, Abracadabra. These are your competition. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't be competing against people who are your neighbours. Like even in England, the way that the artists that you know now the yeah. reason that they're so successful is because they stuck together, whether that was Heartless Crew, whether that was Roll Deep, whether that was Kung Fu, people came together in large, large groups, right? When Stormzy yeah. went to um, Kanye's thing, he went there with a squad. He never went by himself with just yeah. his mates. He went there yeah. with the whole crew, <laughs> you know? So, you know, positivity, love, peace, kindness, and inclusiveness to me are central to everything that I do, all the work that I do. Shout out Revelations, I'm God for Scottish Hip Hop number one, as well as all of the people that we work with along the way. Shout out Richie Ruffton, three-time BMC champion, legendary Scottish um, hip hop, real hip hop, um, classic hip hop DJ. Yeah, I think so, real. it's all about kind of education, they are. I'm I'm 24, um, and I'm like, I love hip hop. Like I've I've read so much about hip hop. I've written stuff about hip hop. Like it's just important to remember like where it comes from. I think that's vital, um, and that kind of leads into what I was going to ask you actually about like the current scene. Uh, what what's happening right now in hip hop? What do you think about the kind of new scene? Um, obviously, hip hop is now like the the biggest selling genre, well, that's the, the, the US billboards, but I'm sure it's kind of getting there here as well, um, especially with UK Grill, obviously, making big strides uh, across the pond as well, influencing, obviously, the drill scene, um, likes of Pop Smoke, etc. Um, what do you think about the current scene um, of hip-hop in the current generation? Maybe not just the genre, but... I think, type of artists as well. I think that obviously hip hop is almost like the body. Um, or if you think of hip hop like a business, it's a limited business and its subsidiaries yeah. are drill grind. Because drill grind trap, they're all slightly they're different in terms yeah. of the elements and the content and what is important within the music. So I think yeah. that's a really important articulation. Yeah. I think that there's a lot less artists actually making, um, you know, pure, purest hip hop. Yeah. I think that 
to me, because of the nature of the music that I make with my crew, Lotus, the reason yeah. that we called ourselves last to the old school, even though we're not old, we feel like we're some of the last people who are yeah. ensuring there's a connection between past and present. Yeah. And I think that unfortunately, I don't even see it as negative because it, it really doesn't affect me on a personal basis. But unfortunately, the way that I've been created by my creator is that I feel everything. I feel pain. I feel suffering. I, I see destruction. I see death. I see destitution. And it hurts me, you know. And unfortunately, the music, you know, you mentioned Pop Smoke. Where is he? Yeah. Where is he? Right? Yeah. Do you know how many? I think there's something like more than 150 or I don't I don't even if you were to go online and search how many rappers, rappers are probably the, the the highest, most likely to be murdered on this planet. Yeah. So I can't really think about rap and the music that we're currently creating and ignore the fact that most of those rappers are dead. Yeah. That's your King Vaughn's to your pox smokes, young, incredible talents. Yeah. So it's hard for me to fully enjoy the music yeah. without recognizing the impact of the music and what the music is yeah. doing to communities. The music is not building communities, it's not bringing people together, it's not even fun. To me, I don't find it fun. There's no fun in it. I listen to more Afro beats. I don't even listen to, I love listening to MCs rap, but when all that's coming out of you is like, oh, I'm so hard. It's like, bro, you're not that hard. Revelations put out a song in 2000, and I don't even know when, called You're Not a Gangster. And I'm only going to tell you some of the hook. You're not a gangster, Bush a gangster. Blair's a gangster, Shaitan's a gangster. You think you're gangster, you're not gangster, fam. I'll yeah. say that in my best English accent <laughs> or Scottish accent, yeah. right? And I'm not trying to say that unfair because yeah. I'm not gangster at all. <laughs> I am like a huge pacifist. So I'm not trying, but I'm just, you know. Be real yeah, it's be like real. not. Yeah, and it's hard yeah, though because at the through. same time as an artist, I feel like you should be able to rap whatever you want. And if it's your real life, if you're seeing people being killed, if you're had to join a gang, if you've suffered, yeah. then you should be able to talk about that in music. I totally support that. However, I think the only difference is in the past, there was a level of storytelling and... Yeah grasp of syntax and paradigm which meant you could tell those stories and it could put somebody off from doing it whereas we tend to glamorize it more and more and more yeah, until right so. now where you watch a music video and it's basically a glorified tv ad there because at the end of the day not only is it advertising all the products by people who don't even like most of the people who listen to hip hop and definitely don't like the people who make hip hop that you don't even own. Some label person or some person's made you wear it and you don't even get to keep it. You've got to get it back. Yeah. So, you know, 
that is that is not very positive. <laughs> but you know, if we can understand that and we can articulate and we can recognize it, then we can make a change to it. Yeah. Yeah. So since we're talking about kind of the current scene, who are you who are you listen to right now? Who's catching your eye? Um, at the Scottish scene, scene as well as the kind of um, scene, they just generally what what you listen Scottish to right scene. now. Scottish scene, Add global you know, as well, there's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff in Scotland. Um, there's a lot of really talented rappers in Scotland. To be honest with you, I need to see more. I know that most other people can just choose a name, but I think a lot of the time when they're choosing, they like the person. It's not really like a real, yeah. a real thing. Like I really like this artist. I literally want to listen to their music because it makes me feel good. I play. Yeah. That's how I choose music that I like. But I just think that most of the artists that are popping right now, they're still. I'm not, there's no shade, like no shade. It's yeah. just like, it's almost like they just need to live a bit more or they just need to do a bit more and then that will enrich the talent that they have. Yeah. And then I'll probably connect with it because when it comes to music, there has to be a connection for me of some kind. I can listen to um, Apragadabra, I can listen to Central C. He's talking about, should have been listening to his mum and went to college. You know, I want music where I connect and I feel it and it touched me. Um, it's like an emotional And there are arts like that, but there, there are, yeah. So I love everything that I'm seeing in Scotland. I think it's amazing. I love what I'm seeing coming out of Ireland. I love what I'm seeing coming out of Manchester, Birmingham. There's so many talented, talented MCs right across the UK. Um, I think our a lot of the new artists to come through over the last say, five, 10 years, they yeah. they just need to, not all of them, because one or two of them, um, obviously excluding Young Fathers as well, because um, they, they are one of the few hip hop acts in, in Scotland, like Northern Exposure, to actually really tour the world. Yeah. Um, are like one or two bands in Scotland, in Glasgow who make hip hop, who, who are like, you know, doing gigs outside of Scotland, which I think is yeah. amazing and great. Um, there's some cool singers that I really, really like. Um, but I think I'm really, at the moment, yeah. hip hop, it's hard for me to choose who I really feel is coming through simply because we're going through a bit of an evolution in hip hop right now. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where we're going to go and how things are going to be. Um, there was this artist, I listened to one of his songs the other day from Glasgow and I can't remember his name. He was really good, um, but again, I just, as I said when we started the podcast, I just, there's, I'm not salty, there's no shade. Yeah. Like there's, there's so many different types of artists in the world, right? 
you know, and maybe online musician is is the next big thing where you're really just making your stuff online and, you know, you might go places and have ciphers or whatever, but you're not really touring. That might be the future. I hope not, because as a fan who likes going to gigs and live gigs and concerts, like I would like like it to be like that. But, um, you know, I do... I'm just, I'm, you know what it is? Like, I just, I love originality. I hate yeah. listening to rappers that all sound the same. Yeah. And the thing is, that does not mean they're not amazing rappers. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're not amazing rappers because a lot of them are so hard. Like, I love their style. I love their flow. Yeah. But it's, I would probably rather put on, like, a random Afrobeats track from, like, some kids, um thesis in Nigeria to be yeah. honest because I'm gonna get something coming really from the heart it's yeah. gonna be either fun or it's gonna be you know but I am really excited for British hip-hop in general yeah. you know even on the English yeah. scene we're having firsts happening so yeah. this is you know Scotland is amazing incredible people be making hip-hop here for 30 years bro right yeah. so we're, we're we've been done on the map long time some of the biggest djs in the world come from scotland there's just this attitude out there like oh you're from scotland you must be new at this. you know it's like no we're not new at this we know what we're doing you know we've got artists top top artists that came from this country um and a lot, a lot of, of um is almost like a stigma from people inside Scotland. So yeah, some other Scots listen to, oh, why is a Scottish guy rapping for? Yeah. It's like, there's yeah. that attitude, I think. Yeah, from, definitely. From, from our own, that we need to... You know, which we need to... But I think that is changing. I mean, that's why I say again, like, when I started making music more than 15 years ago, um, possibly 17 years ago, um, you can imagine how how hard that was then, right? Never mind now, yeah. Right, and how much we suffered to 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 get people used to the sound and to see that culminate, to see you know all of these young artists just reap the rewards and benefit from it is amazing. I think it's yeah. fantastic. It's brilliant. Um, but like I said, with the fruit, it is important to know who planted the tree. Um, because if you, that, that, that it's like, I really believe in frequencies and vibrations. Um, you know, I'm sustained by the creator of the heavens and the earth. So for me, I just feel like if you, if you don't do things properly, it's almost like something gets broken and it's like, that just carries on. So it's so important, like, if you wrong someone in life, if you did make a mistake, if you didn't, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with writing that wrong. There's nothing wrong with going back and saying, you know what, I wasn't cool to you, yeah. but I get that, and I recognise I was wrong. You know, you can, you can change the world just by having empathy and just by connecting with people and caring and, you know, admitting when you might have made a mistake about someone. So I hope that we're living in a world where we're going to have more of that. It's so important because if you look at most of the world leaders right now, obviously Donald Trump, he's left. 
at one point, Donald Trump, King Jong-un, we had Putin, you know, really, it's really important, <laughs> you know, because artists were usually always the last line of defense. Artists used to get exiled, killed, murdered, because we yeah. always were more likely to be honest and speak the truth. So, you know, it, I wouldn't say that it's any artist's responsibility because I believe in free will. But for me, I see it as my responsibility to care and to make a difference. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important that those, maybe not celebrities, but those artists have a, don't have a duty, but I think it helps if they put out a certain message. Um, definitely. Sure. Yep, but no judgment because we don't know what these artists have gone through or what they're going through or even how they ended up in that position. They yeah. might not even want to be there. And unfortunately, in music, that is generally the case, which is why, you know, so many people in the music industry commit suicide or end up dead. Yeah. You know, and that, that's the reality of music that no one talks about. Yeah, there's definitely like a stigma that people don't talk about kind of things like that and why that's the case. I think we need to do a lot more to kind of protect artists. Fascinating to me. Yeah. How, how can you protect somebody by not telling them what they're getting into? That's that yeah. that's like an oxymoron, yeah. you know? Um, I was talking, I was listening to an artist called Duffy and she, I don't know if you noticed that she just disappeared off the scene. Basically, she got abducted, drugged and raped for like three weeks, um, you know, and that's real. You know, part of the reason why I act the way that I act and I've always um, conducted myself in a certain way, hiding my attractiveness as much as possible is literally because I saw so many women be taken advantage of. And it destroyed their lives. It ruined their lives. Um, I've seen so many women be abused. And that's probably why I never took any record deal. Um, but it was always my passion to speak for and be the voice of those women and other people who've been abused and men who've been abused. Um, and I don't do that, you know, I don't expect people in the industry or other artists to care about that or to, you know, say, you know, you know, even support us doing that. Um, yeah. It's not their responsibility. I just see it as my contribution to society to, to speak the truth. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to contribute to that either so therefore I have to sacrifice being on the level that I could be on yeah yeah definitely um so we'll move on jump on to I want to talk about the cipher I just wanted to ask you about what you feel about having the that there's no female on it um me personally I think there should have been a female on it Obviously. Um, I think it's a really good point that you make, San, about there not being any female artists in the yeah. cipher. But again, I'm not surprised by that because mm -hmm. the reality is I don't want to say anything that yeah. sounds negative about the Scottish scene because yeah. I love Scotland, I love the scene, and I don't want to yeah. be that person. But uh, 
There's a lot of politics in Scottish hip-hop. You know, obviously, whoever organised it and produced it yeah. deliberately wanted to have those artists. It wasn't... And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I just think it's yeah. important to say these are the artists that I personally want to choose as opposed yeah. to saying these are the top spitters. Um, yeah. But I think stuff like that happens all the time in hip-hop yeah. because... DJs and promoters' roles are really a different experience to yeah. when you're an artist and a rapper. Uh, I don't think that they really take it as seriously. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, it, it's really bad because it causes huge fractures in the community. Yeah. It unnecessarily upsets a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's quite funny. I don't really look at it any type of way. I think it's great even just to see any Scottish talent on there. Yeah. Um, but again, when I looked at it, maybe I was thinking to myself, maybe they not only was there like really specific choices, but it was really specific age groups. Cause I think yeah. all the guys were really young that were on there as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, nothing wrong with that again. Uh, it wasn't like a diverse representation of the best talent in Scotland. It was yeah. some of the young new talent who's good coming up. So yeah. I think that that would have been a better, more appropriate way to title it. Um, because yeah. obviously it's a bit misleading to the rest of the UK. But shout out Shogun, shout out Ransom, shout out Oxy, shout out everyone oh, who's on the cypher. Um, but again, I think that as an artist, as a, yeah. as a, as a female rapper, to me, yeah. it kind of comes across as like, I'm, I, I'm scared of you. Like, I don't want to put you on because I know how good you are. And that's kind of yeah. strange. Like, usually in hip hop, if someone thinks they're better than you, then they're, they're more than happy to cipher with you. They want you to be in there so they can prove that they're, they're the best. So... Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that it was fantastic. It was brilliant. Um, I think there are a lot more female MCs now in Scotland. So it could have been possible to have a female MC on there. But I'm not surprised at all there wasn't because I don't think that that was the real purpose of it. I think it was more about... uh, you know, yeah. particular person kind of doing something that um, they liked and showing yeah. what they liked about the Scottish scene. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's one, two last things. Um, one was, what's next for Waters? What's next? Uh, what are you planning? What can we look Lotus. at? Lotus. L-O-T-O-S. Last of the old school. What's next for the last of the old school? Oh, well, we have some really epic stuff happening. I am going to be so, 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 so nippy. And I'm not going to tell you what they are. Yet, we shall do another podcast when the time is ready. Um, So we've got a lot of stuff happening. got some really, really big moves that we're coming out with. We have got some gigs, some live gigs already booked in that we're really excited about but it's just really nice to um you know to be making music right now i mean you know after yeah, we don't even talk about the, the success of, as well. 
Well, I did touch on the pandemic yeah. for sure. That's what led us into the way that artists are making music yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I definitely um, we have a lot a lot of great stuff that we're working on right now, and it doesn't take away from all the other amazing music that we've been releasing. You know, yeah. we this um, work with a band called Bomb Scare. Um, another amazing ska band out here in Scotland, as well as other tracks with Fat Freddy, multiple releases over the years. But it's just a really exciting time to be making music. I'm loving it. I'm loving the vibe. I'm loving, you know, all of the new talent coming through. So the future is so exciting. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got some really, some really great projects that I'm working on, but I have to be a little bit <laughs> stoosh about yeah. um, and not giving it away. Last time I did that, it ended up trending worldwide. <laughs> so I don't want to do that again because I got in trouble from the director and the producer. Don't want to be breaking the internet. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming along to the podcast. and would love to sure. hear more of your stuff soon. So thanks a lot um, to Lotus for coming along and having a chat with us. Um, it was good to to finally get the first episode recorded after a lot of kind of trying to organise it, but we got there eventually. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the pilot. Um, we won't be able to do a freestyle for this episode because uh, Lotus was really uh, really busy with the releases, etc. So um, hopefully we'll be able to get that on the next one. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll have a bit more structure. Um, but that's the first episode, um, and I hope you enjoyed it. See you later.